Welcome to the Photography Q&A podcast. Hey, how's it going? I'm Andy Jones and this is episode 9 of the Photography Q&A podcast. This week's question is, how many types of photography are there? Or how many genres, I guess, but we'll stick with types. How many types of photography are there? Well, the answer is, there's a lot. I've actually come up with 42 different types, so I am pretty sure I'm going to think of something else after I finish recording. If you think of anything, let me know. Um, I'm sure there's going to be something. There always is. Okay, so let's get started. At number one, these are not in any order. The number one only tells you that it's the first thing I thought of. There is no alphabetical order or any rhyme or reason to this. I've just done a list and I'm going to go through it. So number one, family portraits. So the vast majority of photographers probably started out shooting family portraits. I did, probably everyone probably had a go at it first. Shooting your own family, basically, to learn how to do this. So there is lots of money to be made. A lot of people start shooting family portraits and tend to move on. They'll go into wedding photography, they'll move into sports. But there is so much money to be made just shooting family portraits. And it can be a lot of fun. You can have a lot of laugh with some families. Just great time. It doesn't take that long. If you're selling wall art, you can make a lot of money. So if you make an impression doing family portraits to start with, as the family grows older, you're going to get grad pictures, weddings, engagements, birthdays, you name it, they'll call on you. If you have pleased them in the past, you will get more calls. So don't just disregard family portraits. It can be the, the bread and butter of your business. That's if you're going to start a business. Okay, so number two is weddings and engagements. I've lumped them together because you never ever hear of anyone saying I'm an engagement photographer. I don't bother with weddings. I just do engagements. That's all I like to do. No one ever does that. It's generally you do the engagement if you book their wedding. Massive amount of money in this if you're good. Do not offer to shoot someone's wedding if your work isn't up to a high enough standard. You could ruin someone's big day and there's no retakes it's a one-off. You screw it up, they get rubbish. You don't want to do that. Be confident when you go into this. Do not just... Anyway, move on. Number three, landscapes. If you love the outdoors, starting landscape is for you. I follow well, two or three um, landscape photographers on YouTube and other social media, and their work is incredible. Incredible. They must be out there for hours just waiting for the right cloud formation over a certain valley. Like, it's incredible, just beautiful. Some of them are straight-up fine art prints. They are beautiful. Now, if you're going to do this as a business, and you wouldn't think you could make money doing this, but you definitely can. If you get to a good enough standard, you can be selling your work to restaurants, pubs, businesses, or even just direct to the public. And if you are that good, you can then do workshops where people come out with you and shoot with you. You can teach them and you can charge an awful lot of money for doing it. Obviously, you're not going to be taking 50 people with you. But if you took 10 people and they're each paying, I don't know, 250, 300 bucks each to get a lesson from you. That's a lot of money. Two and a half, three thousand dollars for a day's work is excellent. OK, move on now. Number four, real estate. There is tons of everyone lives in something, even if it's a tent, you, like Airbnb now, you could probably rent a tent. There's work all over the place. Now, just bear in mind, 
Realtors are cheap, very cheap. Even if they're making millions, they're still cheap. I don't know why, they just are. If you're going to do real estate, consider adding drone videos as well as your stills because some of the videos and the pictures you get from drones now are just incredible, just incredible. I'm going to get onto drones later, but definitely add that to it. If you do stills, video and aerial, you're going to kill it. Number five, headshots. Now these can be really lucrative if you know how to do it correctly. I don't have any names of guys I follow at the moment, but I do follow about three or four guys on YouTube and they run a system with LED lighting, obviously in a studio, but not always in studio, sometimes outside. And their work is incredible. I know one guy in New York City is charging $1,500, $1,500 to get your, your shoulders and your head taken in a picture. It's incredible, but his work is beautiful, incredibly beautiful. And you wouldn't believe how many people want them. You need them if you're in business. Actors, actresses, and all business people need these headshots to send away or use on the website, social media, advertising, whatever. They need them. So that's a massive market. Number six, sports. Now, there's great earning potential for this. If you're doing kids sports, you can make an awful lot of money been there done that it's it's really good and it's i really enjoy it sports photography is fun but you've got to bear in mind that some sports require long lenses that cost two three thousand dollars but i will tell you that if you do like for instance a, a 70 to 200 zoom lens a canon i don't know what it costs now probably about two and a half thousand it could pay for itself in a weekend just bear that in mind you can make a lot of money you could actually move on to professional sports, which I know a couple of guys that have, and they earn good money at shooting hockey or well, any sports at all. So yeah, best sports in mind. It's good, a lot of fun. Get outside, get a tan, make money. That is unless you're in a, an ice rink in the middle of winter and then you're freezing, but you're still making good money. Number seven, food and beverages. Now, when you go into a restaurant or a pub or a brewery or a winery, or even looking through books, you're gonna see pictures of food and drink now most of this stuff is done using obviously they're gonna to have to use lights but that's a massive massive market just think just think how many pubs and restaurants and breweries wineries there are and how many books publish pictures whether it's an advertising pamphlet or an actual book with recipes in or whatever people need pictures of food and drink now i've never got into that myself i've played around at home a little bit but i can't imagine just shooting food all day like i'm overweight to start with i can't imagine what it'd be like if i was shooting food and beer i'd just be be drunk and even fatter all right number eight product photography now if you're shooting products you can be, shoot for stores even on your high street any store any shop all online shops uh, even manufacturers for their catalogs you can, it's a massive market, specialized market. Number nine, stock photography. Now I do a little bit of this. I, it used to be a lot better than it is now. Many years ago, there used to be stock companies that charged, like if some magazine wanted to use a photograph, this is mainly before digital started, but if a magazine wanted to use a photograph, they would pay two, $300 for the right just to use it in one publication. Maybe more, thousands. Could be, it'd be crazy. Nowadays, it's called micro stock, and anyone can upload. You don't have to be the best in the world because some of the pictures that 
just the average Joe is taking are easily as good as some of the pros. So you can pop your pictures on there and you can get anything from like 25 cents if someone downloads it to five, six, seven, ten, whatever you can price it at. Some of them you're allowed to price them, others no. You can make a living doing it. You need probably 20 to 30,000 images of really good quality, no blurriness and suitable for using in on websites, in magazines, whatever. It needs to be perfect, but you can make a lot of money. It's not as good as it used to be. It used to be that your minimum was probably $2.50, now it's down at 25 cents. Soon we'll be paying them to do it, but those pictures are always there. The more you add to them, the more chance you've got of making money. They never go away. People are just buying a license to use it. So you could look into that. So there's, I think, Adobe. Yes, they do. I've got an account with Adobe. Adobe even have their own stock. So you can be working away and decide, yeah, that's a good one. Well, I'll uh, I'll upload that. Like when I was doing weddings, I would go around and I would take pictures of the cake and different place settings, flowers, and they get them looking as cool as possible. And if I like them, then I would put them up on the stock websites and they, they're still making me money today. Not much at 25 cents a go, but still making money. Number 10, pet photography. This is a really expanding market. People treat their pets like kids. So sell them the pictures that they want. Now you're better off not selling just the files. You're not going to make any money. Anything in photography, you're just selling, giving people the files. First off, they're never going to print them. They'll look at them on the computer, on the phone. They'll never print them out. They might print one out. What you've got to do is sell them wall art. Don't just call them pictures, whatever. Get wall art, framed wall art or canvases. Sell those. You get more money. They get more use out of them. Everyone wins. Personal branding. Now, personal branding, you don't want to confuse this with just headshots. Headshots is part of it, I guess, but branding needs to convey the business that the person is in. They want It wants to show them as being, like, well, for instance, you stage situations, pictures of them while they're out for a run. If they're cycling or having a glass of wine in a restaurant, pictures like that, stage them. Like even if they're in their office working at the laptop or laughing and talking on the phone, images like that can be used on the website, social media and advertising. So that is how you build the brand up. You'll see a lot of websites where there's these kinds of images and that is what you want to portray. Number 12, underwater, underwater photography. Now I know a guy locally that is a diving trainer and he takes pictures of shipwrecks Uh, Goes on vacation, takes pictures of coral reefs, other shipwrecks, some beautiful images. And you can sell them on stock websites or directly to magazines, whatever. These people will buy these. Number 13, insurance. Basically, you work for an insurance company going out, taking pictures of maybe accident scenes, damage to vehicles, damage to houses, that kind of thing. Number 14, legal work. Now, basically, if you work as a photographer on call for a lawyer, if someone got attacked in the night, you can go around, you'll take pictures of the injuries. There's lots of work in that, a heck of a lot of work. Number 15, architecture. You can take photos of historic buildings and landmarks and sell them on the stock websites. You can even sell them to the people or the companies that run these buildings or landmarks uh, for their advertising websites, whatever they need them for number 16 drone and aerial 
these are becoming a must-have among people like realtors, well, anyone with a business. If you've got a large factory, you can do flyovers. Um, it's, it's incredible. Now, most areas require you to have a license to fly a drone. You need to pass a little test. So get license and shoot stills and videos using a drone. It'll add to your portfolio and you'll make a lot of money doing it. Number 17, macro. Macro is shooting close-ups. People take close-up images of insects and plants. Again, you can sell them on the stock websites. You can sell them to magazines, website owners, endless opportunities if you're good at it. Number 18, water drops. Now, I follow a landscape photographer, but his hobby on the side of that is doing water drop photography. He has a special dripper and he colors the water and he's got his camera set up shooting high shutter speeds. Obviously, he's got to use lighting and backdrop, but it's all on a small scale. And some of the pictures this guy gets are incredible. He's won awards for them. And again, he can sell them to the uh, to the public. He can sell them on the stock websites. It's um, I don't imagine it's a great money earner, but it's, it seems like a lot of fun. Number 19, astrophotography, shooting the night skies. If you ever see any of these pictures, you'll be amazed. Some of the Milky Way pictures guys take down in the in the States. Like, oh my, they're amazing. They're beautiful. I need to get someone on to talk about that. Now, I know you can sell them. I don't know what the market is. It's more, it seems more of a hobby, but I'm sure you can sell some of the big ones. Okay, number 20, newborn babies and toddlers. Massive market. Never tried myself. I'm not great at handling babies. I was okay with my own, but other people's, no. But I do know it's huge, and I know some people locally that are making an awful lot of money doing it. Number 21, vehicles. Shooting classic and vintage cars and motorcycles is a big market. Just see how people that own some of these vehicles treat them. It's the pride and joy. If you can put a large framed picture over their fireplace or wherever in the house of their beautiful car or motorcycle get a nice harley they will buy them you won't have a problem 22 street photography now a lot of people shoot street photography basically they get out and they just take pictures of people on the street believe it or not you're allowed to do it as long as if if you're on private property you're not but if you're on a public road you can take pictures of whatever you want more of a hobby i'm thinking i don't know about selling them anyway number 23 tourism lots of guys are out there making a living going on vacation taking pictures selling the photos to magazines stock website you name it people will buy them 24 industrial now industrial is i was going to break it down you could probably put it down into another 50 different sections but all these big companies want photos of their installations new things they're working on whether it's the factory people working they need them for their websites promotional literature and advertising and while you're there doing that you can also do the headshots and a little bit of branding photography as well you can make a lot more money doing it that way number 25 music and concerts i used to have a buddy in england that used to hang out with a band and they got quite well known not nationally but they got quite well known and he made a few a little bit of money selling the pictures that he'd taken over the years of them not sure how big it is unless you can get in and shoot some of the bigger bands uh, if you get press credentials i'm sure you can get into any of the concerts and then you're getting into photojournalism a little bit but that's one to think about
Number 26, editorial magazines and newspapers. So there you go, photojournalism, basically. You are hired by the magazines and the newspapers to go out and shoot their stories for them. This is dying now. Back, eight 1980s, 1990s was huge. They could make good money, especially shooting celebrities, that kind of thing. Nowadays, magazines are sort of, everything's going online. And most of the time, these magazines and newspapers are sourcing pictures from, from the stock websites. So, Number 27, events. Anything from birthdays, speaking events, trade shows are huge. I know a guy that shot a funeral. Any events, there's, there, there's money to be made there. Number 28, school and grad pictures. This is really competitive and it's one of those situations where some of the bigger companies come in and they they offer extra this, extra that and basically it's a race to the bottom. Things are getting cheaper. A little bit monotonous shooting the same three or four poses of all these kids that don't want to be there, most of them. Yeah, you've got to be a special person, I think. Anyway, 29, fashion. Uh, it can be shot in studio with lights or outside on location, but you probably still need lights outside on location as well. Number 30, fundraising. Help nonprofits raise money through putting together books and calendars. I've done it with calendars and made a lot of money doing it. And the clubs that I did the calendars for, figure skating clubs, made an awful lot of money as well. Win win. Number 31. Postcards and greeting cards. Now, I put this one in because I knew a guy. That's what he did. He was an older guy. <laughs> He's probably uh, 20 years older than me at the time. Now I'm his age. That's how he made his money. Going around, taking pictures of people's dogs. He'd stop people in the street. Can I take a picture of your dog? And he'd take a little picture of the dog and then he'd get it home, put it together with a card of all these breeds that he had put together. And he would sell the cards to shops, gift shops, whatever. And he had so many out there. So many. It was incredible. Yeah, it made a living. Anyway, number 32, boudoir. This is getting really big. I don't know how many guys are shooting boudoir. Uh, if they are, you've got to wonder what their motives are. But yeah, boudoir. Big, big market at the moment. 33, nature and wildlife. Another outdoor pursuit. And it's going to require some very long lenses. 400mm lenses, I'm thinking, minimum. Expensive. 34. Storms. Now, I really didn't consider this, but I came across it because I listened to a guy on a podcast talking about doing storm photography. And he had an agent. There are agents out there that sell storm pictures. And these guys go out, chase storms. And it can get a little bit hairy. This guy would chase storms down in the States, go stand on top of a hill in the middle of a lightning storm, take pictures of clouds and all sorts of things at the peak of the storm weather or there's a twister or whatever. He would get in his truck, edit them in his truck, upload them to this website that this his agent had and his agent would then get instantly get on it and start selling the pictures to newspapers, TV, weather stations, all sorts. And he made a living doing this crazy dangerous but really interesting some of the pictures were just incredible number 35 flowers now this can be included in macro photography but there is a whole market in people taking pictures of flowers number 36 documentary 
you can document just about anything. I once took photos of the construction site at a Habitat for Humanity build locally here and I took it all the way through from the little grassy lot all the way to the finished house. Pictures of all the people building, all the different teams that came in. A lot of fun and it's good to see um, doing stuff for charity like that but you can do it for anything. It could be people being evicted from land. It could be anything at all. It could be a car that's caught fire locally. You get out there, you're getting into photojournalism a little bit when you're doing it like that, but you can document anything with your camera. Fine art photography is number 37. The Wikipedia quote, the goal of fine art photography is to express an idea, a message or an emotion. Now there are lots of different styles of fine art and it's almost like when you're looking at a photo and you think, is that a, is that a painting? It's just that ethereal look to them. And some of the guys who shoot landscapes while they're doing like a picture of a lighthouse in the ocean and they do a long shutter speed and the, the water just goes like cotton wool. It looks beautiful. Those to me are fine art. I love them. Number 38, abstract. Non-objective, experimental or conceptual photography. Now, some of them look okay. A lot of them I'm not a big fan of, but people sell these. It could be something as simple as zooming in or getting really close up and taking a picture of the bark on a tree so that when you initially look at it, you're looking at different shades and colours and textures. You don't realise it's part of a tree. So that's basically what makes it it's abstract. But yeah, you can make money doing that. Number 39, advertising. Now you're going to have to work with advertising agencies if you want to get into this. Okay, we're getting near the end of the list now. Number 40, adventure photography. Now think of extreme sports like whitewater, kayaking, rafting, skiing, snowboarding, mountain climbing. There's guys that go with them on these trips and take pictures and make a lot of money selling them to websites again, stock websites, magazines, you name it, they can make money doing it. 41, scientific photography. These are basically image of laboratory procedures. Um, you'll see them in, especially with the COVID mess we've been through, you're seeing a lot on social media, these pictures of the little vials with the name of the AstraZeneca or Pfizer on it. Someone's taken the picture and made money. Number 42, time-lapse. Now, time-lapse is, it looks like a video, but it's thousands of pictures, still images, put together. Example, over a period of two hours, you take an image every two minutes from the same spot. So your camera's going to be on a tripod from the same spot and then make a video after you compile them. So you'll see them where it's time-lapsed of the sun setting or cars driving by. It's really, really, really neat thing to see. All right, that's 42, and that is the end of the list. Um, 42 types of photography to get your ideas flowing, basically. So next week's question is, how do I attract customers? I'll do a full rundown of how we're going to go about that. So I'll talk to you next week. Have a good one. Bye. Bye.